change like my dreams try to reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have to speak Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and just so Yo, I'm Pastor Phil. Welcome to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Yo, what's going on? This is Pastor Phil from Church on the Block, Holy Culture Radio, Channel 154, Sirius XM. We here. We live 9 a.m. That's right. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. East Coast time, which it really don't matter because it's really West. Midwest is, is all the time that counts right now. Yo, we are here and we've been on a series, y'all. We've been on a series, you know, The Art of Rap. You saw the movie or if you didn't, you got to go see it. It's kind of cool. Uh, but it was it was Ice Cube, Ice T talking to cats about how they come up with their rhymes and how they... Um, Came up with them back in the day from Cold Crush to uh, uh, Insane in the Membrane. It was everybody in that, in that movie, right? And they were talking about what they thought of when they started writing and moving the culture forward. You know, hip-hop's 50 years old. And so we're talking to great artists, artists around the country, artists that are local, about um, um, the art of rap and how they uh, engage both the culture, because hip-hop is who you are, right? Rap is what you do. And being able to use that gift to rhyme, right? Rhythm and poetry to engage the culture, to move in a place that's going to uplift um, society. I said this before. So I think I'm saying it every time we have the show, right? Karis one said, you know, you know, rappers rap, but what's mostly illegal? MCs rap to uplift their people, right? And so we are here with a great friend of mine, man, great brother, been doing work together, doing life together, um, still uh, at it, serving here at the firehouse, serving all over the city for now. T. Ray Hale. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so we're talking to uh, uh, artists like uh, uh, T. Ray, like Phenom, about their gifts and how they see their gifts and moving the culture forward. And it's one of the most prolific uh, brothers, prolific MCs, prolific impactors in the life of young people, man, taking young people to spaces they didn't know they could even go to. And lives have been changed. And these same young people are leading movements of other artists and things like that. So for now, tell us, tell the people who listening about who you are, what you're about, what, what, what you've been doing for the last 35,000. Right, 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 right. So yeah, what a world, what a world. Um, I am a weapon of mass construction. Yeah. I am unapologetically in love with God and in all of the facets that God exists. So that means I love everything, right? So, um, I, I am a hip hop artist. I like to think and the youth, the spark artists. In the firehouse training program, the young people, they interviewed me and they were like, what do you do? <laughs> and I was trying to communicate what I do and I pretty much do everything. And that is sort of sort of like my stepdad. He he was an electrician. He was a carpenter. He was a, a doctor. He did. He did everything. So it's like just be just learn as much as you can so you can do as much as you can. And that is what you are. So I, I didn't want to become. Uh, this, that I wanted to stay a learner. Mm-hmm. And, and that's basically what I am. I'm yeah. a, I'm a learner. Yeah. Yeah. And I learn how to teach and I learn how to listen and I learn how to <laughs> engage. And the, the method is hip hop. Mm-hmm. I've been using hip hop. So when I, I first discovered hip hop, I wanted to escape school. Yeah, man. I, I wanted to escape, um, like not being cool. 
at school. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to Fast Eddie jumping and bumping. <laughs> and I was like, man, I could do that. And so I wrote me a rhyme and I went to school the next day and I rapped my rhyme and what? they stopped playing in the gym. And they listened to me. And I was like, oh, wow, the power of hip hop. Right, right. Then that next day, they was like, man, spit that rap again, man. Spit that rap again. The one you said about macaroni. Because one of the lines I said was, I got more Mac than Roni got cheese. You know what I'm saying? That was one of my original ones when I was little. But it got me places, right? So um, after that, I jumped into the talent show. And that was my first time really rhyming my stuff in front of a big audience. And we didn't really, we didn't, we didn't know how big it was really going to be or <laughs> get or what, how important it was going to be to but life. What year was this? You think, was this you was 93, wow, 90, okay. 92, 93. Okay. Um, and so me and my guys would get into it about who better and who's dedicated the most. And so <laughs> That turned into a battle at the school. And then we set up a real battle during lunch, right? And we got, we was rhyming so hard against each other. We looked up, the bell had rung and it was uh, like a quarter of the way into the next period. And we looked over and the security guards was listening to. What? <laughs> I said, the power of hip hop, right. man. Whoa. Right, right, right. They didn't write us up. They, it was, it was like they knew we were decompressing, but they were entertained at the same time. So they allowed for mm-hmm. us and everybody who was ditching class at that moment had to be like 40 <laughs> other students and just, uh, and just watched us until we, we finished. Um, I respected that. Yeah. And then my crew signed a deal without me mm. because I wanted to look at the contract. We had just heard about Crucial Conflict, got jerked for their money for a mm. certain song or whatever. So we supposed to really read the contracts, let the lawyer look at the contract. They signed a contract because they was they had access to the studio and they wanted that access. I, I know mm. what it was. That was really me seeing how the industry puts the carrot in front of you and make you forget about the important wow. things. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I didn't sign with them. And so we broke up right there. Wow. And at that same time, I'm looking in the source magazine and I see a flyer that says, are you good enough? Hmm. And they're going around to 10 different cities to battle 100 artists against each other. And whoever wins that battle is going to battle in New York. Wow. And so, hey, I said, I'm jumping in this. I put the flyer over my light switch (laughs) so I could see it every time I come in the room, go out the room, everything. Long story short, I went to the battle at George's Music Room. Oh, yeah. It was at George's Music Room. And because it was at George's Music Room, which was a small, big place, (laughs) um, the parking lot that they had outside is where they had to have the event. Okay. And you couldn't cuss Mm. because hip hop was outside. It was outside. It was outside. You couldn't cuss. So, you know, they didn't. It was coming by with respect. Okay. So a couple of people got disqualified because they, they cursed. Mm. Right. Which, which let, got me halfway through. Okay. Um, and I wrecked my competition 
Mm. And I got the flight to New York City to battle, to battle the best, you know, a, a conflict. Man, it, it, oh, so I, met, I met Supernat and I met a, met a bunch of those other guys, but they didn't get in my battle. Um, okay, okay. I ended up battling Proof, though, mm. for the title. Wow. Um, proof, uh, Eminem's wow. boy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, who was yeah. in 8 Mile and all that. And so I saw some things. I saw the industry. Uh, when I got to New York, I was on some rocky. I'm running up the steps of the Marriott Marquis, mm-hmm. getting my breath control ready, saying my rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proof is at the source headquarters, rubbing elbows with mm. the. And that's when I learned politics and in the, the other side of the game that's yeah. not talent. And I learned that the game is 5% talent, 95% business. Wow. And I put 95% of my effort in the talent. talent so right. you see where I was. Right. Um, so I was very, very good, but we got to the end um, in front of all these people in New York. And I feel I, feel I said something that got the crowd. Mm. I said something about his mama. It was rough. And Sticky fingers, man, from uh, mm. Onyx was like, yeah. yo, mm, nah, mm, give it to proof. Wow. And I was like, wow. The host looked at me like, because he was shocked. That showed me somebody know. Okay, yeah. all right, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I understood how what he did earlier that day tipped the scale. Right, yeah, makes sense, makes sense. And I, I didn't, I wasn't thinking on that level, man. I was there by myself. I didn't have nobody with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the power of hip hop. That was my first time on the plane. That was my first time out of the city. Mm. And I'm going out because of my talent, my gift, what God gave me. Um, And it was beautiful. Came back and I started my own crew Mm. called Poetry Chicago. Mm. Hooked up with Brother Mike Rhythm and Issa. Mm -hmm. And we fused poetry, art, all the arts that we could get our hands on, we yeah, fused yeah. it into one show. Yeah. And we were modeling it after bringing the noise, bringing the funk. Ah, yeah, yeah, Who was yeah. telling their story through tap. And I was yeah, like, man, we can yeah. tell our story through what we got. And yeah. we did our first show. It was two hours. People stayed in their hot box. And it was beautiful. Mm. We grew to 11 members. <laughs> we was the poetry Wu-Tang <laughs> of Chicago. <laughs> and... Then we had growing pains, of course. We got back down to our original four, Brother Mike, uh, Rhythm, myself, and Issa Star. And we just, we locked in. Mm. We locked in, Baba. We locked in in a way that a lot of people are not locked in. We locked in closer to Wu-Tang. Mm. Whenever we had a show, we paid five people instead of four. Right. We right. paid the crew. Yeah. So that if we don't get paid from this show, the crew is going to pay us today. Mm-hmm. If somebody couldn't come to this show, they still getting their money. We're going to holler at you later about why you ain't come, but you're still getting paid. Right. It was a time Brother Mike couldn't come to. We did this thing with some people from Paris, man, did a whole album. Wow. He went to Puerto Rico with his lady. <laughs> they flew from Paris, never been to Chicago. We put them up in if they wanted to stay in the hood. We hooked them up in 63rd and Woodlawn. <laughs> and they got the real Chicago experience, but Brother Mike was gone. We wrote him in the publishing for wow. that. Wow. 
Um, and true enough, he did come back and add to it at the very, very mm-hmm. end. But mm-hmm. we gave him full publishing on all of right. the songs, even though he weren't on all of the songs. That's love. Yeah, yeah. That's crew. That's what crew meant yeah. back then. I don't know what crew mean nah, these no days. Nah, right, right. Man, so we crew for life. And brother Mike went on to start U Media. I started working with the Clio Center. Rhythm started mm-hmm. working with uh, High Park Elementary School. I'm sorry, High School. And Issa was working with Erica Badu and Wu Tang and a whole bunch of other people. Wow. Brother Mike started U Media, mm-hmm. which brought you Chance the Rapper, which mm-hmm. brought you Vic Mensa, No Name Gypsy, and mm-hmm. a whole bunch yeah. of other ones. Um, money, yeah, money. yeah, the Save Money crew, yeah. Wasabi and the rest of them, uh, yeah. Huey Gang. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then I came down there to help him. Cause it was poetry was being taken over by hip hop, by mm. rap. Everybody wanted to rap instead of do poetry. Do poetry wow. And he like, man, I can't really control this. And I came down and I was doing MC school there, yeah, 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 yeah. showing them how to MC versus rap. And uh, Taylor Bennett really took to mm. the lessons. Mm. Um, Saba took to the lessons. Yeah. Chano was kind of really, he was already on his way out. But the Rep Vic was was really taking the yeah, lessons, just yeah. challenge them and challenging them in front of everybody to use your hip hop uh uh and not just I'm sorry, to be your hip hop and not just use your hip hop. Right? To be your hip hop. If you are hip hop, then you can do whatever. Give me four bars without without an S word. Right. Give me, right. you know, give me without cursing and give me some guys like I can't do that. And then I challenge Taylor, man, show him what it is. And mm-hmm. that made that guy get into a Harold Washington contest and he won that. Wow. The challenge though. Taylor, Taylor. No, nah, the other guy who Taylor showed wow, okay. that you could do it without cursing. Wow. Right. So hip hop, I'm like the power of hip hop, the right, power of hip hop. Right. And then I, I started my own thing, man. I work with K Love, the poet. Yeah. 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 Who is a, a man. She is ministry. She yeah. is ministry. Mm-hmm. I saw many nights that spoken word healed people. True. She's ministry. True. And it's important what I noticed working at CCA on the West Side over here. We worked at an alternative school with the Fulfill the Dream program. Yeah. Shout out with Berto Barbera. I was working with the young ladies and one of the young ladies weren't giving me her energy today. She just wasn't. And I'm like, see what you got to do. See the, the look at the day. And, and K-Love walks up behind me and say, hold on for now. Girl, are you on your cycle? Uh... <laughs> I would have never asked that. What? She's like, yeah, well, girl, I got something for you. And that showed me how much we are missing when we don't have the other gender. True. true. We're missing so much. Yeah, right? So for now, you can't really come in here and do this by yourself. You need both <laughs> both perspectives. And we started lyric mentoring. Yeah. Oh man, that that changed the scene. I put some of those poetry Chicago elements in there. She mm-hmm. put in her uh, save the world, save the children right. elements, and right. we created a bubble for these youth to develop relationships that would stand the test of life. Mm-hmm. As life pulled on them and you grow and you get a baby and now you're not communicating with people. They still are strong. They still help each other and love each other. And that came through hip hop. Man, I I want y'all to, I mean, that is powerful. That whole history right there. First of all, it needs to be written out. It does. Or or albumed out. We come through the door from from 90s all the way through in a a, a lyrical form. So that's me not necessarily. Then I'll go to the book after that. But I'm just saying, 
as we talk about the art of rap, we're talking about a developing culture around the purity of the art, right? And around this uh, healing force, right? Around its, its, um, uh, the substance of it, not just the entertainment of it, all, right? Not, not just the, uh, the reality of it being, uh, diluted by politics or diluted by industry. And, and keeping it in that vein allows, um, both the people and those who are, uh, who, who are, are artists serving the people uh, to continue to mesh as one. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about this. Um, all the time that hip hop and, um, and churches or pastors, the, the context that's different is that, um, artists are, are sender receiver friendly, meaning they're sending their lyrics out, but they're also receiving them at the same time. Whereas in churches, churches can just send some out. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're saying. They can talk about Theop Nuptos. We're sharing with you the reality of how God's word is the breath of God. And you sitting there like, I learned the word. I don't know what it means. Let me get back, let me get back on my TikTok mm. and on my earbuds in. Where hip hop won't allow you to do that, the culture of itself and, and keeping it, uh, uh, pure to, um, the, the healing force that it is. I mean, even how hip hop started, right? When, when, it, whether it was Cold Crush or whether it was mm. just, uh, a cats, uh, in, in the boogie down trying to find a safe space to have their voice that they count in the midst of all this poverty that was going on that, that we count, that we, we, uh, we're not seen as, as the media has seen us. And, and using this art as a way of escape, healing and, 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 uh, affirmation, man, you know, being able to, um, hear that journey that you, that you were rocking through that, some ups and some downs, some hard time, some good time where you still are, are, are realizing that your words, your content, your passion, your power, um, is there through this contact, through this culture without mm. throwing everything out because you ain't got the contract, without throwing everything out because they're not giving you a concert deal or, or and not mm. that all that stuff doesn't frustrate you, but it's to the degree that it's more than that, right? Again, yeah. It's more than that. Yo, this is Pastor Phil, Church on the Block, real talk about hip hop, the church and streets, but we're going to be right back with Phenom and we might even drop some song. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back. The Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Come back with us. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back to Church on the Block, man. We back here with my man Phenom, who just gave us a whole soliloquy. That's right. I went to school. Soliloquy. <laughs> a beautiful history of, of Phenom's journey, which which he gave the cliff notes, right? The, the, the high 30,000, you know, view. Um, so so what would you say, Phenom, in all of your, your work and the continued work that you are now in the midst of that, man, when you look at that, when you sit down and say, "I'm gonna make an impact with this poem, with this, with, with what, I, what I'm, what I'm saying," that do, when, 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 when I'm writing that, when I'm putting that down, I'm, I'm doing it for my own healing. What, I, what, I, what I'm hearing, hearing from it, but also like I know somebody here is gonna resonate with that, uplift, encourage, think about. I mean, like being able to, being able to. What goes through your mind when you're thinking about that? And not just because. Because we're talking about industry, like it'd be different if it was just like, okay, I gotta get, you know, I gotta get these uh fifteen thousand likes on my on my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and some of that may have its reference. I ain't dissing it when it comes to how things move now, but in the sense that keeping it pure, what what goes into it for you 
when you're about to write that, put that down um, so that you can bring healing and hope to the culture. Wow. I'm so happy you asked me that. <laughs> wow. I'm so different. <sighs> wow. That feels great just to be asked that question. Mm. Christ is first. Mm. Amen. Right. Um, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not thinking to promote Christ. Right. Right. To the people. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I am looking to uphold and sustain my personal relationship. Mm-hmm through the things that I'm creating. Right. And so certain things I can't say, mm-hmm. even though in hip hop is a space <laughs> to say it. Right, right, right. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. I can't condone certain actions or, and, and I'm cool with it. I'm cool. I'm, I had a great talk and journey with my spirit mm-hmm. and I can be in a battle now with a guy saying the worst things and I can, I can find the absolute most beautiful things to say in the face of mm-hmm. that. I've learned to taste the sugar in the salt, mm-hmm. right? right? I've, right, I've right. learned to taste that. So I'm, I'm different. When I write first, the first thing is about is expression. It's about release. It's, it, <laughs> The best way I could use it is the bathroom. <laughs> I knew he was going to go there. Yeah, I, I it's, it's released, meaning <laughs> it's not going to come back in. If I could, if I could put it, it's out. So I, I can't apologize for this. This is, this is what my body naturally do. Uh, this, this, this is what naturally happens with Phenom. I rhyme and it, it comes out. So that's <laughs> why before I let it come out, there's this, there's this meeting, this this yeah. uh, vetting of the rhyme mm-hmm. before it come out, the thought before it comes out. Even if even in a freestyle, hey, for those who listening who freestyle, you better keep your mind mm-hmm. and your spirit in alignment because freestyle is a complete X-ray of what you're feeling right now. No doubt, it's no a doubt. complete <laughs> X-ray of what you're feeling and you thinking. Right now. So if you think it's some people is ugly in this room and you at church and you want to freestyle about something, ugly is going to come out. You better have a way to fix it if, if you go freestyle. Because, like, really, when Cass is freestyling, you can you can literally tell what they are or are not reading or studying or thinking. Yeah. They're going to go back to what's most fun. That's why I said it's brown. Yeah. And we yeah, get brown. Yeah, yeah. And we go down and around yeah. and back to the brown. Yeah. 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 Read a book. Yeah. <clears throat> read a newspaper. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Farrakhan said he has eleven newspapers he reads every morning. Oh, he's something. Else. Eleven. He's so something else. in the same concept, he's absorbing. So in the same in the same level, if you if you if you read the same scribble every time, you're you're only going to go go so far with that thing. That's know? that's that's very good. Um, also, it, it does depend on who you are. If you are an excavator, and this is why I was telling my son, mm. who's really trying to discover rhyming. Mm. If you're an excavator. You will go deeper into this rhyme mm. and you'll figure out different things to do with it. You can not say a word right here. You can you find different patterns and so you start to discover what you can do over the same timing if that's the type of person you are. 
but a lot of current hip hop is just sipping mm. where we should be drinking and digesting. Ooh. We are we'll stop the show. <laughs> that right there was so cold. You need to sit on that joint. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait a minute. They just sipping when we should be digesting. We should be drinking and digesting. Yeah. That's what I'm always saying. Like, like when you said that about. When you said about the excavating, like when you're talking about preaching, preaching that it's a word called exegeting. Exegeting is here is this word or these phrases. What does this original word come from? Mm. Why did he use that word? Mm. The word knowledge. There's, there's, there's knowledge and then there's, and there's gnosko, knowledge and there's epigonosco. We only got knowledge, man. All then we say, man, you really know a lot. We don't have any other. Epigonosco is, is, is a deeper level of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? So I'm saying that. Which one did he use? So when you exegete, ex, when you when you when you when you uh, excavating, right? When you, yes, you're looking at the deeper inside of that piece, so that you can bring life and insight to that place. Man. So that's exactly. dope. So if you sipping, sipping, woo, you gonna be thirsty it. like a mother. Yeah, yeah, it, that's that's very that's very good. Um, I think what's the movie with the Mockingbird girl? Um, Man. The flame or something like that, like oh, uh, talking about the Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yes, yes. She went to the rich place, and the lady was like, <laughs> "She said, I don't eat it. We just taste it because there's too many things here to really eat, or something." I think I remember mm. something like that. Wow. They just—they're not really eating. They, they just taste. They tasting everything. So, um, because their stomachs are not very big, wow. so and they want to taste all the stuff. Mm. Um, and that's cool too, but I chose to stay with the digesting part because mm-hmm. I want I want to get what this is. Right. I, I would be one of the ones who wouldn't go out of college or, or, or my or my first year to the NBA. <laughs> I want all years. By the time I get to the NBA, bro, you're done. I know all the tricks in the trade. <laughs> Put me on the floor, coach, for real. Um, so inside, of, if we can look deeper in it. Inside of constructing a rhyme, there are different elements. And one of the elements I want to expose today is DNA. Mm. DNA. And this is something I exposed in my MC school trainings. When you say um, a child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of man. Right. When you say that, that is fermented in years of acceptance. Mm. That is bona fide and tested in time and true. When you put that in your new rhyme, you extend that life uh. and you open up your new creation because of that key, the mm. DNA. You have dinosaur DNA in this lion mm. you're making. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So we, we choose them to pay respects, pay homage to right. what came before you. Right. So there's the inspiration to go listen to a Nina Simone. Well, Cinnamon, we mm. to go listen to uh That's Aaron good. Neville That's and um, um Lovely Day, yeah, Lovely yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you discover yeah, how yeah, long yeah. he held that note, and you might pick that out yeah. of the DNA and do Bill it. Withers, Bill Withers, Bill right? Yeah. Um and man, and all of those greats, uh I'm just thinking about like the Leverts and the Yeah. 
just the man, just the the intentionality of pushing this note through to communicate to this person. We don't get that as much in the current time. Mm -hmm. So you gotta dip back into the eight minute song (laughs) albums, (laughs) the eight minute singles, so you can go on that route and you can hear the little (laughs) breakdowns and the whole everything, and you bring that back to this world, and we still feel it. It's just, uh, it's in a capsule for us. Mm. So that's DNA. Mm. And let's look at Chance the Rapper. Mm. In my class, I talk about the power of the horn in hip hop. Mm. From, uh, we got uh, uh, the Vapors. Mm-hmm. Um, she called the Vapors. <laughs> burn, burn, right, right. The horn was a part of the hook. Right, right, right. The saxophone is hip hop's right. horn. Right. And then you got, what's our anthem song? Will they reminisce over you? Just that sound does a job. I remember me and Binky went into an MC battle, man, and we were late. They 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 handed the guy the money. Oh. It was like a, a performance battle or whatever. Oh. They handed the guy the money. They was just about to announce him. We came. He was like, oh, well, Phenomenus here. Let's see what he got. And the first thing I started out with was I had a horn player with me. He said, I want it from there. I want it from there. But, you know, we had to do the formalities and put the rhymes and stuff. But nobody that night had DNA from no type of hip hop. Wow. So all they had, no, no homage, no, no, no nothing. No, so all they had was what they had right there in that moment, like the, the sound that was kind of gravitating. The current sounds. And if you really, if we dissect that a little bit, Look at the sounds. Those are uh, replicated sounds yeah. in sound bites. But when you take this DNA, that's James playing that guitar. That's Fred playing that horn. Mm. That's Bobby playing them drums. And that's their energy today. Yeah. Bobby got mad at his girl. <laughs> Fred is happy. And the other guy got paid today. So that energy is in this song. Yeah. yeah. When you get in these samples and stuff like that, these little quirky sounds you're not really getting that concert of energy that life and everything mm. so it's it's a real thing yeah. so once i put that out there it didn't just call people back it gave a feeling in the room that wasn't there mm. and i'm a master of the ceremony so i yeah. knew to yeah. put that first before i speak pay that homage man man so we're about to listen to this song what is this song we're about to listen to so the song you're about to listen to is called wake up world mm. Wake Up Nam, I'm sorry, it's off my project, Wake Up World, mm. is Wake Up Nam. And mm. I love this song so much. It's my alarm song. I hear this song every single morning. My lady hears this song. My daughter hears this song. My brother hears this song. To cap it off, mm. one of my little guys ended up in jail. Wow. He called from jail. How you doing, Phenom? I don't have much time. Can you play Wake Up Get Nam for me? And I'm like, man, you can't, you ain't gonna be able to hear the whole song. Just play it until the phone cut off. Ooh. Oh my That's God. Right Where is that at? Oh my That's God. That's what I'm talking about. That was better than the Grammy to no me. No doubt. That was better than the Grammy because I created this medicine from a download from God. Mm. I listened and I wrote it out and went and recorded it. And that guy needed that medicine in jail. And he got it. He called for it. I had it. I played it. That is beautiful. See, 
and, and see when 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 we got folks creating rum that folks are sipping on, and yet there's a space for perhaps maybe generational involved, but in the context of they're not gonna get somebody calling, play that little baby song or some some some. I ain't trying to knock on a, on an artist, but play this song is. It's going to bring me like there's not a repertoire they have in their head that's going to be something that would be the, you know maybe a gospel song or something like that. But in a sense that there would be um, that song that, that while I'm locked up and it's going to bring me life in the midst of uh, of what I'm going through. Church on the block. We'll talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Yo, I'm Pastor Phil. Welcome to Church on the Block. Pick up Nam. Nah, that song's off the chain now. It's a song you've just heard has been out for a minute, but it stays relevant. It's still on point. That's what they talk about when when it was when it was a uh, KRS, uh, Rakim, yeah, uh, 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 um, the DJ, the DJ, uh, uh, the song, the classic, you know, KRS, KRS one, Rakim, Nas, DJ Premier, Primo, and they was talking about the classic. Better than I've ever been. That was a classic, y'all. So now tell us why you wrote that song, man. Wake up now. <clears throat> I wrote that song because I had to wake up. Mm. The, the the song is starts off, when are you going to blow up? Uh, opening for Nas ain't going to get you paid. Mm. That That's my mama talking to me. Mm. Um, uh-huh. she, I remember she... I was sitting on her bed and I was thinking about going to New York or whatever. And I had some CDs on the bed and she said, man, how long are you going to be doing this? Mm. Like this ain't me. Like I'm going to put this down as a phase that I'm going through when actually I'm a serious excavator. And she mm. don't know how deep I've gotten into this, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it looks like a, a hobby, wow. but no, this is actually part of my DNA. I've discovered where we connect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to explain that to her. So I wrote that song <laughs> from her perspective in that first part. Wow. Like, wake up, nah. Mm. But then in the second verse, I uh, uh, I talked about uh, good morning, good afternoon, mm. good night. What have you done with your life? Uh. Right. And, and Talib Kweli had a song with that in there. And so I use that DNA as well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I use my life, my life, my mm-hmm. life, my life, right? Yeah. And so I use that DNA in there. <laughs> and in the second verse, I talked about Talib Kweli's song coming to me wow. like the Honorable Elijah came to Brother Malcolm. Mm. We were both in a cell of our lives. Right. And your song brought it to me that day, mm. right? What did the song bring to me? That I am a light and I had been chasing the light. Mm. I am the light and mm. I've been chasing it. And that's the whole thing about the industry. They have these lights. Yeah. When we're one of these and right. they, they're trying to hype us up to become <laughs> that when right. we're already that. And that's what it was about. Wake up, Nam. Mm. I'm I'm going to do what I have to do, no matter what the system says. Um, and that is free my people through hip hop. Who is my people? The poor people. Mm. Poor in what? Poor in knowledge. Poor in understanding. Right, poor right. in love. Poor in spirit. Whatever they're poor in, mm-hmm. you are immediately my people. And we finna do hip hop together. So that's that's what that song was about. Wake up, Nam. 
what have you done with your life? Mm -hmm. What have you done? You know, it and it looks at both sides. It looks at for somebody who's been rhyming to you yeah. 30, 40. Mm -hmm. People are going to say, man, your dreams of becoming a rapper is washed up, man. Mm -hmm. Give it up. Right, right, right. Um, all right, I hear you. But this is this is my wife. Right, 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 right. See, that's the thing. When you can have Mick Jagger in a freaking wheelchair with the Rolling Stone and they <laughs> pack the whole, whole United Center pack the damn soldier field out. You know, satisfaction. And not, it's not yeah. that they don't got classic joints, <laughs> but nobody knocks on a man who knows somebody else is singing a song because he's just in a wheelchair with the micro close to his mouth. All I'm saying is hip hop does an injustice to the art when it puts an age on that joint because it's about you did this because you could not not do it. <laughs> I could be in a grocery store in the line and I'm talking to a young kid. Man, what school you go to? Mm. Man, what? Man, look at the fire. I love young people. So I'm going to make sure wherever I'm at, I'm going to try to spark right, some right, 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 right. I'm going to be 900. Who is this old man talking to me? Yeah. These teachers. Who is this dude here in a wheelchair, one eye dangling? Whatever I'm going to be, I'm still going to be on that mode. And yes. so that's what my own kids want to be in the car with because, Dad, quit talking to all the kids. But it's one of them kind of things that when we put an age on it or when we diss it in that context, then it becomes like, um, it's not classic. It doesn't become classic because you're this age and you should stop doing this, that kind of thing. And the beauty about you is that not only are you rhyming the, the, the insight that's relevant, um, but you're relevant in the culture of who you, the, the young people you reach and serve. It's not like, you, you know, it's not, it's not like you're one side, like you're going to rhyme and then, but you can't talk to young people and you can't impact their lives. You can't help them see their own value and their own worth. Mm -hmm. So then when it comes time, that's like, God, that's like, God. Phenomenal. All of a sudden, you rhyme. It's like, oh, what? Oh my God, what did he just say? That was cold. So, and then it brings another light to what they've been sipping. So, they've been sipping. They've been sipping. And it's like, I've been wanting to drink, though. I didn't know the drink was that good. Yeah. Yo, that's a drink. That's what a drink yeah. is. <laughs> so, it creates, yeah. and that's the art of rap, yo. That's the art of rap, right? And being able to have the, the, so to recognize who you're listening to, are they holistic in their movement? So, if you got cats now, Right? Rappers who round about death, now trying to start foundations to stop people from shooting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, I saw Chief Keith do the same thing, <laughs> right. man. He said, stop the violence when his man got killed. Yeah. He was hurt and he, he got real vulnerable mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. reality, <laughs> reality got them hands. Right. He, <laughs> man. Reality got, man, you hear these bars, you write this stuff down, <laughs> tweak that joint. Reality, reality got, got them hands. hands. Yeah. Ooh. They, they know how to fight better than you can imagine. Yeah. And uh, I knew that in Christ, man, um, yeah. who I don't even know who. I don't know who, but somebody really made me sit down and read the book of James. Mm -hmm. And what I got from the book of James is don't misguide my children. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so from that, that chapter made me shy away from being a pastor right, really right. <laughs> because I'm I'm constantly learning and having these epiphanies right, right, and right. I don't want to thrash the, where people are on yeah. my on my way up in, in the understanding yeah, yeah, and yeah. and going to seminary and learning it the way that this guy taught it and seeing the way grandma did it mm. It's like a conflict. And it's yeah, like, man, yeah, what do yeah. I do? Do I respect theology or respect the, the real proof of what it's right. so I just I just started living. Yeah. Um 
and and made sure that whatever this rhyme is is not gonna misguide them. Right, right. I don't right. care who listening. <laughs> I don't care who listening. And I'm a part of this industry. I'm a part of the same industry mm-hmm. that 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 has the video vixen come to the video vixen, the top video vixen, be the school principal for the day. Wow. Right. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. That that's that's shocking. It's it's that's shocking what? to me, but. That I, I do understand it because that Man. that moves the crowd, mm. and I had to step back and kind of look at the matrix of the industry and That's the game. Crazy. The game is not the person; it is the uh, the energy of of perversion. It's the mm. energy of shock value. Right. Look what I said about your mama, and I got your mama and the bit. Right, ooh, you right, got right. your mama and your girl and your daughter. Ooh, I got them all in the three in the, right. and it's like ooh, wow. And then you come behind that and say, God loves me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in that arena. You appear to be weak. But from what I know, that's the strongest thing out here is to be unapologetically in love with God. No, you are already there. I'm already at the repast. I'm I'm not at I'm not at the party. When I'm at the party, I'm at the repast. What that means for Nam, that means I know that. This is how I go, Pastor Phil. I promise. I watched the whole thing a few times. The man gets shot. Everybody cry. Right. We sad, man. We sad. We go to the funeral. You know what we do at the funeral? We play songs. Kill that nigga. Kill him. Kill him. Shoot him right. down. Bye. Kill him. Right. Kill him. Shoot him down. Bye. Right. And right. that right. energy is now put into us. Right. And then we go and then. We drive around drunk. And there you go. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then we. And then right. that sadness cycles all over again yeah. with the song in the middle. Yeah. And it's not the person we praising. We're not praising little whoever or. We're praising what's being said, the energy that's getting given off, the heat mm-hmm. of shocking your brain and stimulating it in right. that way. I refuse to stimulate in that way. Yeah. And I lose out on a lot of money. Yeah. I lose out on a lot of money, but I don't lose out on joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's sustainable. See, it's a, but, but at the same time, it needs to be a way of reversing that, right? Not the joy substituted for that reality, but it's like the fact that it's it's always weird to me. Now uh, 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 everybody, George Floyd, not only after George, now we want to get things right with black folks and white <laughs> folks. We want to give uh, black nonprofit leaders money. Um, why did that? You must have been suffering through the mud trying to get to stuff for the and, whole and, time. Right, right, making a dollar out of fifteen cents, and so it is with with, with artistry. Is now it's like. <clears throat> man, we we now want to shine a light on that, and so, but then that then then that, that then that can fade away. So it's almost like like in our effort, even with the show like this, let's hear some music, let's bring some stuff out. So cats are like saying, "Yo, who is that? What is that?" So that it, it, it's and again, it's not so much how God's going to use it. God's going to use it with the platform. It's not so much for that reason, for that cause, but if it's going to bring life. You know, the Bible is sharper than two and short, and it's alive. So it's it's going to never die because it's it's always alive. So the music is that. Life giving, it ain't never gonna die. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to say, right? So we conclude a little bit, man. Tell us how people. First of all, how can people listen to music? They go, they can go on YouTube and do mm-hmm. what? What go to where? They can go to YouTube and type in Phenom Universal, P H E N O M Universal. You subscribe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, Check it out. And where else? House. So, get but it? directly my website, PhenomUniversal.com, P H E N O M. 
Yeah, yes. and that, and that has all my links to my SoundClouds, my Spotify, my title, my everything. Yeah. and it shows videos of what I've been doing. It shows the video of me going to Iraq right, and learning crazy. all those, yeah, yeah, learning all those lessons and coming back. And while I was in Iraq, the power of hip hop, yeah, Pastor yeah. Phil Jackson, <laughs> I was in the middle of the desert, okay, in the yeah. middle of the desert, and they had a tent in the middle of the desert. Wow. So I was in the oh, middle oh, of the tent in the middle of the desert, and we had finished our interview. I went to the edge and some teens walked over to me. Why? I don't know. There's a bunch of people here. They walked directly to me and they said, you got bars that made me laugh. <laughs> what do you know about bars, little man? He said, Montana 300. Montana 300 is an underground drill rapper from Chicago. What? He didn't know I was from Chicago. Nothing. I don't even think he even connected that. Wow. He just pulled out his hip hop card. This uh -huh. is what I know. Do you know about this guy, Montana 300, who's wow. a drill rapper, <laughs> underground drill rapper, all the way in Iraq? It was 17 hours away. So I'm like, wow, wow the power of hip hop. Do we even know his music made it this far? <laughs> right. And look, at, I'm in the middle of the desert, and this kid just came out of nowhere with it. And they wanted us to not do hip hop. And one of the guys that was mm. with us started beatboxing. Mm. And a, like a 11, maybe 11, 10 year old Arabic boy came over and started rhyming in Arabic. Whoa. We didn't tell him to come over. Yeah, yeah. We didn't say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who in here? He just walked up and wow. saw it was a beat and plugged in, talk about the art of rap. They doing it in Iraq, too, 17 man. hours away from where <laughs> Yo, this is Church on the Block, man. Real talk about hip-hop, the church in the streets. You're listening to one of the, I'm talking about one of the prolific MCs, man of God, uh, change agent in the city of Chicago. Check out his information. You, This is a blessing for you to listen to this. What I'm saying that, not boastfully, but I'm saying there is a special gift that Phnom has and exerts. It gets tiresome. It gets hard. I mean, to carry that crown. Rocking his crown is all I know. And so it creates, it creates, um, heaviness. And so I'm saying, I'm just, I want you to support. Go on, subscribe, holler at him, talk to him, uh, so, you know, find ways to encourage, send some dollars. But we want you to know that, that the artists that you are, are always hearing in different spots, as great as they may be, there's some artists that have been doing this for such a long time and moving the culture forward towards healing. Dropping bars. Yo. Mother Teresa had a great quote one time, and she said that whenever there's an absence of peace, it is because we forgot that we belong to one another. The reality of, 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 of us belonging to one another means that I'm responsible for you. <laughs> I can't just run a red light because you're going through the green and, and I didn't see that many cars. No, I'm responsible for your safety because I stopped at the red light. You know, recognize the fact that right now, who are you responsible for that you shucking on that responsibility because you forgot that you belong to each other. You're on Pastor Phil. Holla back. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We're back here, same time, same day, next week. Come with us. Tell them it's crazy in these streets. If you see God, you have in the street. Tell them it's crazy.